The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hi, I'm Lenora Fay. I'm one of the co-founders of Child Free Media. And I'm Cody Hetzel, the other co-founder. So today we want to talk to some content creators out there or potential content creators of what child-free media is, the benefits of it, and why you might want to consider joining us. Now, not to burst any bubbles, but being a child-free content creator is not the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> and so we are going to share uh, some of our personal perspectives, part of our personal journey. We've been in this game individually about four years or so, give or take. And of course, collaborating for a few years now. So we do want to share some inside insider information, uh, some realities, but also encouragement to help you get started, help you continue. And maybe if you've given up, maybe get you back in the game. Yeah. And four years sounds like it's relatively new, but oddly enough, it makes us kind of old school at the same time. It kind of does. It kind of does. <laughs> so, yeah. That's the weird which, thing. <laughs> and that that's kind of, again, where this came from, like, we're basically old school because the people that a lot of people that came before us are no longer creating content. They, mm -hmm. they have disappeared for one reason or another and all of their, the great things they've made, um, unless it's, uh, in a, a hard format somewhere like a blog on a website is safe somewhere, but most audio video podcasts, unless they're paying to maintain it, they've disappeared. And the yeah. child free community has suffered that loss of information and content and dialogue. So we want to keep that from happening through ways such as archiving. So if you're a content creator and you are looking to maybe say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to take a break for months or years, or I'm just kind of, I've said everything I want to say, and I want to mm -hmm. kind of take a step back and go in another direction. Let us archive your stuff, whether it's a blog, podcast, a video channel, whatever it might be, let us archive it on our system, keep it going. and keep that information out there so that other child-free people in the future can benefit from all the great stuff you've already created and it's just not lost to the ether. Um, so, well, why don't we talk a little bit about the getting started stage of being a content creator? Because that, I mean, if you're not starting, then there's nothing to talk about. So, Yeah, for a lot of folks, it's just the fear of getting started. It's, mm -hmm. it's making making the first keystrokes for um, your blog or for your outline of what your podcast or video uh, channel is going to cover. Just doing that, just getting started with what you want to talk about in your very first episode, blog, whatever it might be, and then just doing it. You might not have the best camera. You might not have the best mic. You might not have the best lighting. Does, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Just, just do it, create it, get it out there. If anything, it'll give you content in the future to go back and look at and say, oh my gosh, look at this video. I can't believe I put this out. Um, it, it, we all do it. We're all like, mm -hmm. oh man, that, that looks crazy. But do it, just get it out there. Get Start getting the, the ideas flowing. Um, let the community find you. That's the hardest thing for, like even me as someone who wants to um, digest child-free content. I want to find it out there and 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 view it, watch it, read it, whatever. I just have to find it. But if you're not making it, I'm never going to find it. And the other thing too is, is start even if you don't have an audience. I think that is something that, that people don't think about because. 
If you find I, a way to start with an audience, I mean, you're exactly. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of unfair. <laughs> I say that as someone who started out with zero audience. We all start at zero. Yeah. I mean, other it's, than it's, like if if you have family support and they're going to watch it video mm -hmm. and you know that, but <laughs> and and believe me, it's almost better when you start out with zero audience. I actually I, I got locked out of that Instagram account where my very first recorded video. This was before I started the podcast. And I mean, I was basically hiding in the shadows in, in, in the bay window here in my office. Like, don't look at me, but I have something to say. And we're all lesser people for not being able to see that now. <laughs> well, I think you can still go find it somewhere. I, 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 it's around there somewhere, but it's, it's terrible, but I left it up because I mean, I mean, in five years, I might look back at this and go, what the heck was I thinking? But the Let's talk a little bit specifically, I guess, our, our personal experiences with just getting started. Do you remember the very first piece of child-free content you put out? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even it, know this answer. So what was it? It was just a video about the the, the website social community that I created, uh, Child-Free Family. Just okay. what is that website for right. child-free people, basically? And that was your first... Where did you post that? It's on uh, YouTube. Okay. On, on the, the Child-Free Family YouTube okay. channel. So. so that was your first, or did you create the website first? I created the website first. Like okay. I, I created the website long before. And then I was like, I guess I need to actually do something. <laughs> so people know where to find what, you. Yeah. No, I mean, well, uh, it, in a way, I think it might've been you that even mentioned it. It's like, people want to know who it is behind the scenes, like to just yes. have an oh, anonymous website. Okay. Yes. Yeah, this is all your fault. This is all <laughs> your fault, Lenore. So yeah, basically just put your, put your face and your name out there. And I, I'm I'm fortunate enough to be in a situation where I'm not worried about putting my face and name out there. So I, I did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, the, the website, it benefited from it. I think it people, they do want to know who's behind the scenes. There have been other um, child-free communities that have popped up in the past, but they all kind of seen them to dwindle away because there was no, it, who who runs this? What is this a right. company? Is this someone that's trying to take advantage of us as a community? Like what mm -hmm. you know, what algorithm are they feeding? What are they doing with our data? Kind of thing. So yeah, putting myself out there, I feel like it, it did help. It kind of gave yeah. um, some trust, if anything, to the the community. Absolutely, and that's funny because I do remember pushing for you to put your face out there, and thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> but I, I, and I say that I think it's funny also because I. That's the last thing I wanted to do. I hid behind words for a while. For my first year, it was just blogging. And it was just creating a blogger account from, I think Google owns that. It's still up, but I, it's not active anymore, but it's it's, it's archived. But it, it was just starting. And then eventually I, I kind of got into social media and then, you know, opportunity to do podcasting, which made me have to put my face and voice out there. Um, but the, the the first initial push of writing the words or speaking or making the website, it's like, okay, it's out there. Now what? <laughs> You're in a situation where you might not be able to, to state exactly who you are, but you have an idea for content. We can help you with that. You yeah. know, whether it's, it's flowing through um, child-free media with, you know, uh, being kind of a little anonymous, but being able to tell your story and sharing that story with someone who might be parallel to that. And it might provide um, answers and um, a feeling of not alone for someone else out there. And it might be myself or Lenora that's on the screen with you while you're talking through it, or we can, we can come up with other means just to get your information out. There might just be a blog post anonymously through us, mm -hmm. but 
that's a start again. And then yeah. from there, you, you, you might build up uh, more um, tolerance, courage. I can't think of the right word for that. But once you, once you start to, words are powerful. Once you start to say things and believe it, it becomes much easier to do this. Like, it, you know, there's some folks who, like, once you just actually say, I'm child free out of your mouth, it has more power, it has more meaning, mm -hmm. and you feel more comfortable doing it. Yeah. Thick skin is also the the phrase to use when when talking about building up a tolerance or you know feeling confident and putting yourself out there because a, a lot of the problem is is and and this is something I definitely experienced in first year of blogging and social media was once I was putting my content out there it was dealing with any sort of pushback mm -hmm. so you know when when you're starting out and you, and again, it takes a minute to find your voice. It takes to find your style. You might even be an established personality in another field, but entering the child-free space can be daunting and you're just, mm -hmm. you know, can feel timid and that's totally fine because that was very much me at the beginning and to some extent still now, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. but I, I hide it better. Um, well, the internet is the internet. Trolls are going to be out exactly. there. Exactly. So, uh, and, and that's, again, an, another aspect Mm -hmm. amazingly of child free media is that if we're putting the content out there and it's flowing through our channels we're going to deal with the trolls yes you, exactly you, unless you want to go read the comments you don't have to you don't have to respond to them um it, but that's something that we can help is being mm -hmm. a buffer to all the 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 keyboard bullies and meanies out there that just say ridiculous stuff yeah. just to really try to ruffle your feathers and and throw you off your game and to encourage you to quit that's, mm -hmm. that's the main goal is they want you to stop. And I mean, this, this is something, I mean, you and I would definitely have benefited from this at the beginning, but we've powered through and now we're here to kind of pay it forward to, you know, those, and again, even those that have been, you know, that are established and maybe in the game longer than we've been mm -hmm. can still, you know, benefit from this, especially burnout, which we'll get to in a second. But when, if, when I, when I first joined like a, a Facebook group, <laughs> I think there were like 10 child-free Facebook right. groups. And now there are hundreds, if not yes. a thousand. I have no idea. I'm not going to sit there and count the things, but there is a bunch of them and versus Instagram, like the 10 that yeah. were there. TikTok. <laughs> the child-free community is an interesting, um, has interesting aspects because it feeds off of itself. So one child-free content creator comes up with something uh, and another one might talk about it. Or it could be, you know, just a regular article from you know, pick your website about the child-free lifestyle and then other child-free content creators are all going to talk about that one topic and then share the reactions that someone else might have had with that content. It's, we're all in this together to, to spread the, the, what it's like to be in the child-free lifestyle for, mm -hmm. um, the, the, for us that are in it. And also for those that aren't the, the, you know, people whose parents are confused why their kids don't want to have kids or the parents who look at us as their friends and are like, I, why don't you want kids? It's like, well, there, here's a whole community of people that are talking about this topic and, and here you go. Open your yeah. ears or open your eyes and there's your answers. And the other thing too, we talked a bit in the beginning about this, but one thing when I was looking for someone to talk to about being child-free is there was so much, so many dormant platforms mm -hmm. and yeah. Now I know there's a lot of activity, but you might find something that catches your eye and it's, it's no longer active. Like the last post was maybe 2020, things like that. So what we're offering with child-free media is if 
as you said before, if you're wanting to take a break or maybe you're done, but you want your content to live on, you know, that, that you might not feel it benefits you and maybe you're done with the whole thing, but it's going to benefit somebody who is just discovering the child-free choice or mm -hmm. community. And you probably have said something really profound that will help them. But if your stuff is gone, then they will never know about it. And as somebody that was really desperate to find anyone to talk to in the online space, just to even like say, hey, I've got this blog. Can you read it? Or I don't know, help. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. You know, it was it was hard to find any activity. So, yeah. you know. Not to mention platforms come and go. Yes. So, uh, I mean. Yeah, whether it's uh, you know YouTube or Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, whatever, the, the next thing is it's already in the works. Whatever it is, it's already being created. And if you necessarily don't archive your stuff, it, it could be lost just from people. Um, how many people have their MySpace page still? How many people even know what MySpace is? So <laughs> that you know that's an example of it's it's basically gone. It's Wait. worthless and. It's does MySpace, does, is it? Because you know what? We should go and start a, a MySpace for child-free media. Oh, no, Be for, forget it. Child-free people. Let's take MySpace over. Everyone. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Every child-free person. Let's just make it our platform. Why have we not thought about this before? I, I, think okay. it's, I think it's for like music artists and stuff now. I don't oh. know. That's the last thing I heard. Like, but we I think, have, we have, there's, I'm a child-free musician. I mean, I'm not an go. active musician yeah. at the moment, but. So. Well, my point is like, it, it, if you did, if you do archive it somewhere else and you're not watching it, you're not, you know, maintaining it and that platform goes away or just because doesn't become popular anymore, then it's, it's almost the same thing. It's lost. And yeah. if it's with us and it's archived with us, we're going to move on to that next platform and yes. we're going to bring your content with us yeah. and Which keep means it relevant. Just give us the files, audio That's basically, files, video yeah. That's basically, that's basically yeah yeah, the, yeah the, easy. It, um and so diving into people who are currently creating content um so we'll move past the archiving so you're currently creating content one thing that all of us end up hitting sooner or later is you're hitting a creative wall you, you've talked about the chopper lifestyle in your life as uh you know how you've come to your 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 decision to be child free or your your uh the road that's led you to it and you, you may have run out of things to talk about. So it's like, well, what's next? You know, um, what got you started for whatever medium you're using might not be the direction that you go in going forward. You might, you know, I don't know. Like, Lenore, the, well, I you're, mean, you're, you're, you're kind of a good example of that. Like you started out with a blog and you kind of had a focus and you said, you know what, I'm going to shift gears and go in a different direction. Yeah. And that was really organic. I mean, you're kind of the same way too. Like we, mm -hmm. we still have our original, but what we do now is vastly different from what we did in the beginning. So yes, I started with a blog and it, I mean, it, it wasn't even a website. It was just such a basic blog and then basic website. And I did that seven days a week for a year again. Just to clarify, I was in a position where I didn't need to have a job. So, you know, um, I could do that. And it wasn't my intention to continue to do any of this, but that's where life led. And then a year later, I had the opportunity to start a podcast or a web series. I met Kristen and Isabel, who some of you would know from Child for Girls, and 
Isabel pitched the idea and I was like, no, I'm not putting my face on video. And then I just started the web series. <laughs> and then a year later met Cody and Jared and it was like, no, I'm not going to be a part of child free convention as a building. And then I'm, I now did that. So the thing is, I mean, I say no to a lot of things that I end up doing. Um, but the point is, is like, I don't blog anymore, but what happened was it, it, that was a place to start. That was the only place I felt comfortable was by writing and sharing my personal story. And so I, you know, we're going to talk about like not putting too much, um, investing money wise into what you start out with, because what you're doing now at the beginning or what you've been doing up to this point is probably mm -hmm. not going to be where you are or, or going to not end up, but evolve to like, you're, you're going to, it's going to change whether it's you deciding, okay, this really honestly isn't working or it's not giving me what I need. Like as far as like creativity wise, or it's just not feeding my soul or another opportunity to share your same message, but in a different way comes up, comes up and it's going to look very different than how you started. Mm -hmm. And maybe you go, you know what? That feels better. Cause I ended up collaborating with people and that changed everything for me. But I, I also was with people <laughs> <laughs> see, and I was like hesitant, but it's actually been a lot of fun. And now I don't not want to collaborate with people. But the other thing too, is it, it, you're going to start where you're ready. Right. So at that point, it was just writing was the easiest thing to do. Now I can't, I, I mean, I, I love social media is fun and I like doing this. This is the most natural thing for me, but I wasn't comfortable doing like talking and being videoed um, as much as I am now. So it, it, it takes a minute, but yeah, just start and see where it ends up. I think just keeping an open mind that you don't because maybe you'll you, you okay everyone is going to hit the wall we'll get really real for a second you are going to hit that wall at some point and you're going to want to quit happened to me several times and then that's when you realize well this actually i don't really enjoy i enjoy the topic i enjoy the community but i don't enjoy writing that was my thing i was like i researching articles trying to you know because it was medium at the time that i was writing for mostly and I was trying to keep up with what they wanted to do and what they, you know, it's kind of like what we hear with social media. It's like, well, this is the hot thing right now. Make a reel, dance your face off, all that stuff. And it's like, I don't really want to do that. And so then you have to make the decision or you can make the decision of like, well, what do I actually really want to do? And, mm -hmm. and maybe you're not good at it yet. And that's okay. Just do it anyway. <laughs> You'll get better. The more you do it, you get better at it. Like moderating for me. So yeah, it, it, it shifted so much. And now what I do is vastly different from how I started. And, yeah. you know, yours is probably a similar story. Well, yeah, going from like this, the, the social network of creating a website for child-free people to doing this, to just trying to basically, you know, uh, help child-free people in a, in a different format, in a different way. And that's kind of to the next topic is like, well, why? do you create content? Like what, what's your reason for it? Um, it, it? Is it about hitting uh, certain numbers? Do you want to have so many likes or views or whatever? Is there, is it just a matter of getting out so many episodes to cover the topics you want to cover? It's like, you know, figuring out why are you doing this? That, so why are you, why are you doing this Cody? <laughs> I, I like helping people. I, I, I just, I just do. And so I think this is kind of the next step of helping um, the child-free community at large and mm -hmm. helping people find their voice, get their voices out there. Uh, I don't mind putting in the work behind the scenes. It, it's, I, I just like doing it's it. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It yeah. is fun. 
Yeah. Oh gosh, what? Why? Why do I? Because there's there's absolutely nothing I'm called to in this world any more than doing every like everything that I'm doing. It's so weird, but honestly, it's it's getting people to feel comfortable expressing their child freeness. I mm-hmm. I've always been someone that wanted to get people to express themselves. I used to do it as a music teacher, teaching you know kids and adults how to play the violin because you know they wanted to learn. Um, but having well for, first of all initially like initially initially it was like i just wanted to i was bored with pronate i was bored with pronatalism i'm gonna say that i just seeing it everywhere i didn't even know that term then and then it was like well i want to see some content that's relevant to my life yeah and now it's there's we the more you do it you realize i think that's the thing the more you put out your your content for whatever whatever your reason is you will find a stronger maybe more powerful pull to continue if that's really what you feel called to do because not everyone will want to continue to do this long term or you know after a few months i'll be like okay no this isn't for me but you'll you will start to see where you can find or where you can put your voice and also develop and how to express yourself in a way that that really really makes it worthwhile, even on the days where you don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was it was a matter of getting other people to feel comfortable enough to say, you know what, I don't want to have kids, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to have kids. And so that's the biggest thing because that to me that just makes me so happy whenever I hear someone say that and they feel comfortable saying that. So, yeah. you know. Well, and, and that's that's the other type of content creator that we have for child-free people. It's someone who their their main message, whatever they're putting out there as far as content, isn't child-free lifestyle stuff. It might be uh, makeup tutorials or about cars or cooking. Who knows what it's about? Mm-hmm. But then they do like a one-off video about their personal life and them, and they mention that they don't want kids and that they're child-free. And what I've seen more times than not is looking at like the number of like downloads or views or likes that it gets. It's almost exponentially, almost by a factor of 10 or even a hundred of a response than their normal videos. And so in a way it's like, there's some bells going off there. It's like, Hey, there's people that want to hear more about that Mm -hmm. than maybe what you're currently talking about, but you've built this platform and persona around your current topic. So you don't have to give that up. Again, it's another reason that child free media is here. If you want to create some one-off stuff and we promote it and you know, it's you're, you're creating it, link it back to your original stuff. You know, again, send people to why you got started doing what you're doing. If it's talking Mm about, you know, uh, food and like in cars, travel, whatever it might be. Um, But lead back to your original source, but create content for the child, for people who want to consume and learn more about you. But we've got uh, another piece of either starting um, creating content or someone who's currently creating content, sooner or later, you're going to be chasing the algorithm. If you want Mm -hmm. to maintain relevancy, all the platforms, it, it, they all have different metrics that they use, whether it's amount of time watched or number of subscribers or likes or clicks or whatever it might be. Um, but they're all going to measure your content differently. And that's how they're going to promote your content. And child-free stuff is just, it's not high on the content scale because, uh, of reason ABC insert whatever excuse you want, but that's very hard for people to find child-free content is because it's being buried by whatever the newest trend is because it's it's getting more eyeballs on the screen for that that platform. So one other aspect that we're looking to do with Child Free Media is to basically be a way to source all of our energies and efforts into 
like one pinpoint location through Child Free Media's uh, social media platforms, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, and promoting your content for you through us. That way, if it's someone who wants to consume content, they can go to one place and mm -hmm. there's no tricky algorithm. Like it's there. It shows yeah. up as like, if it's, your, if it's your newest content you just put out today, it's right there. And it's it, no one has to dig for it or keep refreshing a screen. Mm -hmm. um, they can find your past stuff, your archive stuff. And it's a way to kind of, uh, to get around the algorithm. Once people know what Child Free Media is, they don't have to sit there and wonder when the next podcast for this person is coming out or when the next blog is coming up because we're going to tell them and the algorithm won't be able to ignore the amount of content that we could put out potentially if we're mm -hmm. able to uh, get enough people on board and put out one, two, three, five, ten new content sources a day, the algorithm will not ignore that and it will pay no. attention to it and it will shine a light on the child-free lifestyle in the way that we want it to be shined as child-free mm -hmm. people. Exactly. And also too, you know, there's two people behind the scenes running this, which is Cody Hi. and myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, the thing of, you know, you're talking about things getting buried and, you know, I, I think about all the emails that I've gotten, you know, individually and with the podcast and even with, you know, convention, for an example, you know, people are looking for specific things. They're looking for a specific topic. So there is, it's nice when I get an email and some, and I can say, oh yeah, so here's this episode. Here, here are some things that have been done on this topic and mm -hmm. send it off. That is something we can also do too. You know, if you don't want to scroll through, you know, 10,000 things that we've done, <laughs> um, there, there's that element, but also too, uh, it's nice to interact with those who are consuming child-free content as, you know, and, and if, I don't even think we've ever talked about this before, but if people want to hear about something specifically from a specific demographic, because, you know, mm -hmm. for example, child-free men, having child-free guys speak on a specific topic that we're starting to get more requests or hear people say, we want to get the men's perspective on it too. So, yeah. you know, having a roster of, of male content creators mm -hmm. and having topics that we're getting as suggestions that is also a way to pair up for the anyone who is hitting a wall you know and you know because everyone's all over the place and you know using their own platforms and stuff which is cool but having one way to funnel all that suggestion we can pitch it to whoever we have in our roster who we feel is a good fit or anyone who wants to do it uh -huh. you know or hey maybe there'll be a suggestion that nobody wants to or has the time to do and so bring on somebody completely new <laughs> i yeah. mean really the possibilities are endless because we don't uh, until there's a dialogue as to what what do you want to hear what do you want to say because i see that and that's part of the wall thing when i see content creators start to reach out to their audience on a regular basis as to what do you want to hear next i know from personal experience that oftentimes your audience has no clue they just uh -huh. want you to make something but that's yeah. that's a lot on you especially when you're starting to realize okay this is this is a lot of work <laughs> yeah. podcasting is a lot of work social media is a lot of work running a blog is a lot of work like are, are we at the point where we're going to have like hard-hitting reality of being a content creator <laughs> well but again that, that that's what goes into like uh, the powerhouse of child free media is that mm -hmm. if you need to take a breather and a break the algorithm will not forget you because right. you're going to be within 
like the wheelhouse of Chalfrey Media, if we're putting out content from other creators and then you come back a month later, you've taken, you know, sabbatical, whatever it might be, and you start putting out your next episode, it's not going to get lost. The same number, yeah. if not more people will find it. Mm -hmm. One of the goals is to be able to, you know, down the road, have a content creator that's with child for me to be able to quit their job and just create better content, better, yeah. you know, you know, put more time into it, hire someone to even help them create as well. Like that's, that would be a dream come true to hear that that's a success story for somebody, but to get that is extremely hard for anyone to do. I mean, there's only mm -hmm. so many actual content creators out there that, that create content just generally outside of the child for realm um, on their own. And so, again, it's, it's kind of the power of numbers. If we're all able to come together under one umbrella organization, we're all going to benefit from it versus being, um, as I usually say, islands with walls. Like, you know, you're creating your content in your wall, you want to protect it and only be the one that has the, the, the access to it. But that only lasts for so long before eventually, hopefully not, but you eventually maybe get burned out and you say, well, I'm kind of done instead of being able to feed into the, the collaboration system, um, to mm -hmm. be, you know, more active in the child-free realm, as far as active with other creators, getting a new audience member from them, them from you, that kind of thing. It's all about teamwork, working together. Um, kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> also to that point though, what about people who have like products and services? I know I just said, it's hard yeah. to sell something to the child community, can, but but that's actually something that's going to be more relevant, especially as we yeah. age. We we already know people that do offer services specifically to the child free community. They have to use social media to find child free uh, people, right? So I think that actually plays a part in it too. You know, it's um, what do you what do you right hope now for the like, future that well the the child free lifestyle as far as the creators go, we're we're kind of like in the the beginning stages of it where mm -hmm. you've got maybe um, people wanting to do like Patreon pages, or I think, I mean, Facebook and YouTube, they're all making it where you can monetize now. Like all these platforms yeah. are going to, they're going to try to say, Hey, content creators, we want to monetize what you're doing. Um, it, it's pennies on the tens of thousands of views or downloads or whatever, but they want to try to monetize it. And so P Patreon or um, they're creating merchandise, whatever it might be, but it's, it's a very hard niche. I like to say niche versus niche. I don't know. It's a very I'm hard saying. niche to sell to. Uh, if you're yeah. watching the video, I'm literally wearing a shirt that says child free on it, but it, it's not a shirt that people are beating down the doors to buy because as of right now of this recording, you know, people aren't out there in the open being like, Hey, I'm child free and I'm happy. And, you know, look at my life it, because they're worried about the backlash they might get from a complete stranger. It's just mm -hmm. not accepted, but it's the best way for a child free person to find you. Yeah, I can tell you that. Um, but if you're creating those, those hats, shirts, um, you know, Patreon subscriptions for like, you know, one-on-one -on -one stuff or a community where you can have exclusive groups on Facebook or whatever it might be right now, that's, that's, what creators have to do to try to to scrape together enough money just to maybe buy that next microphone to upgrade what they're mm -hmm. doing and so it's it's a struggle like the the hustle it is. is real it, it's it's tough and again it's one of those things where i look at the benefit of child for media for that individual that instead of doing it on your own and and joining a larger platform again that that you have a team behind you, myself, Lenora, and every other creator that comes on board, we're all together and we're all mm -hmm. working together. And hopefully we'll all benefit from getting more views, more clicks, more downloads, and 
pushing the child-free lifestyle more in the forefront instead of in, in the shadows in the background as we joke around and say oh i saw i met a child for person in the wild like it shouldn't be that hard to find someone yeah. that's child free exactly. um, in your city <laughs> they're there i promise you they're there uh but yeah it, it, the idea of being able to monetize and to quit your nine to five and do this full time and be a content creator. That's the dream for a lot of people. That's, that's my dream for you. And that's why we are creating child free media. Yeah. Uh, Lenora, how can people find us? Well, they can email us at childfreemedia at gmail.com. They can find us on social media. We are child free media on Facebook, most places, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. We are on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, you can go to childforemedia.com as well. Um, if you want specific information, I would recommend emailing us at this point. Yeah, I would so again, so. childforemedia at gmail.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.